turn our attention to this one. This is a biggie. Toronto is now the world's second most overvalued property market. This is uh, according to the USBAG, which is a Swiss bank, their annual global real estate bubble index. Vancouver was sixth in the Swiss bank's 2019 index. It's led by Munich, Munich, followed by Hong Kong, Amsterdam, and Frankfurt, filling out the other top spots. So Toronto's housing prices apparently have tripled between 2000 and 2017 tripled. What does that mean? Are we headed for a price correction? Is the bubble about to burst to find out? Rabina Ahmed Hawk, who I'm sure wishes she had a crystal ball right now because she could tell us if it's going to burst or not. She's a personal finance expert and a friend of the show here on 640 Toronto. Let's talk about this um, new report. It's the annual global real estate bubble index. And it says Toronto's now the world's second most overvalued property market. Um, Would you agree with this? I mean, according to their numbers, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, basically, home prices have been going up faster than wage growth. So it's not like Toronto is the most expensive city in the world. They're more saying that wage growth has not reflected fundamentally the way that home prices have gone up. So if you're not making more money, how can you be spending more and more money on buying a home? And so now, according to their data, we are at risk of a housing bubble. And if that housing bubble was to burst, it can mean up to 35% in real estate prices falling. And it happens very quickly. I mean, if you remember back to the early 1990s when the housing bubble burst, in Toronto. Prices fell more than 20% in a matter of just months. And then it took years for those prices to come back. So not that I want to scare people, but this is what the data is saying. And so anyone out there searching for a home right now should really take that into account before they start a bidding war on a home that they really want, uh, because they might actually be fueling this housing bubble that, uh, that, that the UBS bank is talking but about. But there's been talk of a bubble burst for years. There has been talk of a but Toronto has never ranked this high on this report. I mean, anecdotally, economists will often say, you know, the data shows us that a housing market is overheated. In Vancouver, for example, and this is the interesting thing, is that there's no U.S. cities that are at risk of a housing bubble bursting. But Vancouver and Toronto, two Canadian cities are on there. Um, London is not on there anymore. A mm-hmm. city, London, England, that is um, a city that continued to be ranked really high for a housing bubble because they've kind of already had home prices slow down. There's only so much that people can spend on homes. And, you know, low interest rates have allowed people to continue to spend more and more and be able to feel like they can afford more. But even in that environment, there is only a, a, a feeling that everyone can go to. If wage growth is not uh, perking up, you just don't have the extra money. So, you know, even in Vancouver, even though they still top that list, prices are down about 15% year over year because oh. of um, a, a number of different reasons, including the fact that prices have just topped out. Let me ask you a question that is partially selfish, but I'm sure it's going to help people. If I have a question, odds are someone else listening has a similar question. Investment speak- speaking, is knowing now that Toronto's the world's second most overvalued property market, and I'm guessing that includes some of the GTA, um, investment speaking, is a reno, is that big reno a bad idea at this time then? 
mean, if you need to renovate your home so that you can make your life easier and if you can afford it, I don't think it's a bad idea. It does still add value to your home. I mean, we all hear all the time real estate agents say, you know, kitchen and bathroom, those renovations tend to get you the biggest bang for your buck if you're looking at making your home more valuable. Um, What I would just caution is that anyone who's out looking for a home right now to not get caught up in the fact that, you know, money is still very cheap. Five-year fixed rates are below 2.5% right now. So a lot of people are feeling very confident when they're out in the housing market being able to bid uh, more and more on that dream house. And that is a, a situation where the worst thing is that if you buy at the top of the market and all of a sudden the market bursts. Uh, but in, as an investment, long-term, if you're thinking of holding on to your house for 20 years, you are still going to do well. I mean, the real estate market still ticks up. It's just that there are these ebbs and flows, and you don't want to be the one who buys right before uh, there's a big dip. All right. So, um, you know, we've heard the story of self-fulfilling prophecies. Are people going to start hearing about a bubble being ready to burst and then start reacting that way? I mean, I like, I think you said earlier that we've been talking about Toronto's market being overheated for almost a decade now. I don't think that people are um, really affected by that. I think because money is cheap, even with the stress test that was bought in, brought in two years ago, which indeed did slow the market down, um, in places like Toronto, most people buying are new Canadians that are coming into the city that want to buy property. And so that is going to continue to happen. More and more people are attracted to our city because of our good uh, Um, economic status because of the access to better jobs Um, and that is also fueling um, housing prices because more people uh, more demand and that means prices go up so it's sort of a layered story I mean it's partially to do with low interest rates partially to do with demand partially to do with the fact that people are making more money in this city compared to maybe other parts of the country and they can afford those uh, afford those more expensive homes we're speaking with Rabina Ahmed Haq who's 640 Toronto's personal finance expert Rabina we know that Toronto is now the world's second most overvalued property market according to this uh, real estate index how is this going to affect other investments I mean, if the housing market was to burst and the prices came down like they did in the late 80s, early 90s, what really happens is when you're living in a home and your value goes down, people start to clamp up on other spending. So big ticket items don't become, uh, people don't want to go out and spend things, uh, spend money on things like kitchens and cars. And so because you generally feel like your, your net worth, which it has, has gone down. So even though your lifestyle may not have changed, if you know your house is worth 20% less than it was the year before, you try to clamp down on other spending. So it does have ripple effects. People do, you know, we saw this after 2008, 2009, when the markets fell, if people had just stayed invested, they would have been fine by now. All those investments came back and paid people even better if they had just stayed in the market. But even if it didn't affect your lifestyle, people just felt like, I don't want to spend money in this environment. I don't want to be seen as someone who looks like they're frivolous and not paying attention to the headlines. So to your point, it does have a big effect on the way that we spend and more on our confidence. We, you know, we hear about consumer confidence and, and data about consumer confidence, which is really important to the economy. We want people out there spending. It really has a big dampening effect on that. Rabina, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate your time today. Thanks, Kelly. Have a great day. That's Rabina Ahmed Hawk, 640 Toronto's personal finance expert, commenting on the fact that now... Toronto is the second most overvalued uh, housing market in the world.